Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Yes, Gavin. I got your memo. And you're still an idiot. Ass. The following podcast contains... You cannot say filth, flying filth, flying filth in front of people. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you let Devin Nunez say or do anything, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host Dave Bledsoe and this is a Friday, February 2nd, 2018. My Devin just wrote me a letter, edition of the show where we talk about the magical mystery memo that will end the Mueller investigation and finally bring us peace with honor. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Are You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Big Jim's Memo Hut. Providing cover for your cover-ups. Are you in the middle of potential criminal or civil liability and need plausible legal deniability but don't want it traced back to you? Call Big Jim's Memo Hut and our staff of disgraced lawyers, ousted politicians, and washed-up partisan hacks will craft the perfect paper trail to obfuscate whatever it is they say you did. Maybe your car's emission standards are based on another fraud and spewing noxious gases into the air. Big Jim's will create documents provided you personally didn't know a thing. Under suspicion for colluding with the hostile foreign power to undermine the democratic elections of your nation, Big Jim's will call the perfect dodgy memo to inflame your base. Big Jim's memo hut, when the truth will definitely not set you free, Big Jim's will. What is he talking about? Look, Davidson here will back me up on this. Davidson? I'm Proctor. He's Davidson. Well, damn it, Davidson, tell him. You wrote a memo to Mr. Thomas here explaining exactly what I'm talking about. Well, how did you know I wrote that memo? How did I know you wrote that memo? Who else could write that memo, Davidson? That memo was famous. That memo was a masterpiece, clear, concise, to the point that was the best damn memo I ever read. In fact, that memo wasn't even a memo. That memo was literature. Well, thank you. You're welcome. A lot of people were talking about the State of Union this week. Which is strange because the State of the Union is a pointless speech given every year that is as relevant to what actually gets done by any president as Gavin's input on the show script. You keep your mouth shut. No one here cares what you think. But when the president is a corrupt, incompetent simpleton careening from self-inflicted disaster to self-destructive scandal on an hourly basis, the State of the Union transcends farce into the realm of Dadaism. So I will not be discussing the speech, the multiple reactions to said speech, and the flashing expulsions of the pundit class. So, pod friends, instead, we will be discussing the most important moment in the history of moments. Together, we will plumb a document so shocking, so unbelievable, so devastating that it will unravel the greatest conspiracy the world has ever known. I speak of nothing else other than the memo. Yes, according to the guy who wrote the memo, 
the memo is the most important thing to be written since some, some old Hebrew guy came down with a mountain with ten rules on a stone tablet. The Lord, the Lord Jehovah, has given unto you these fifteen... Ten! Ten commandments for all to obey! When we all get to read the memo, we will finally all understand the secret to eternal happiness. No, no, I'm sorry. Gavin is telling me in my headset that the memo does not contain that information. So when we finally read the memo, we will all finally know the truth about who killed JFK. Not that either, huh, Gav? All right. Aliens at Roswell? No, okay. How about who really did not, 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 no, no, I see. Well, fuck. I know. It's the secret to the lebs and herbs and spices. Not that either. What the fuck is in this memo? Really? Oh, you've got to be shitting me. That is incredibly disappointing. And I need to fill another 20 odd minutes of content. So I'm going to press on as if they were, this were, you know, remotely interesting. Same as always. In order to preserve something that sort of resembles dramatic tension, let us first speak about the author of the memo. California Congressman Devin. No, 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 this is not the first time dipshit Nunez has graced this fine audio program. Why, just last June, he appeared in a similar kind of fuckery in episode 103. Congressman Dipshit was given the bombshell information that t- totally proved there was no collusion between the White House and Russia, and he could tell us and prove it all. Except when it came time for him to prove it, the evidence produced was less compelling than he had promised, and indeed, it was entirely pathetic. Shortly after releasing that non-information, it was discovered that the evidence Congressman Shit for Brains deployed was given him by the White House, the very people it was purporting to exonerate. This idiocy caused Devin Numskull to recuse himself as position chair in the House Intelligence Committee for investigating the influence, Russian influence on the election. Not so you'd really notice it, of course. Just sort of on paper. Dumbass Nunez's recusal did not stop him from dipping his dick in the investigatory inkwell in any given opportunity. This is probably because the guy who took over for him in the chair was none other than Congressman Trey, noun verb Benghazi Grouty, a man who's been charitably described by his colleagues as, quote, marginally smarter than Devin Nunez. I can't actually prove that his congressional friends said that, but you can't actually prove they didn't either. Also, A man who just this very week announced he would not seek re-election. I wonder who he sexually harassed. Anyway, so Devin scuttled around the edges of the investigation, hucking his loafers in the gears for months, until he finally found some turd nugget of information that formed the nucleus of the memo. And let's just say uh, his work has not gone unnoticed, both nationally and in his district. Why, his hometown newspaper, the Fresno Bee, I don't know if you've ever been to Fresno, And I have, but Fresno is not a hotbed of radicalism. The most radical thing in Fresno is ordering extra jalapenos on your nacho plate. But the V had this to say about their representative, quote, What 
pray tell, does Representative Devin Nunez think he's doing by waving around a secret memo attacking the FBI, the nation's premier law enforcement agency? He certainly isn't representing a Central Valley constituents or Californians who care much more about health care, jobs, and yes, protecting dreamers than about this latest conspiracy theory. Instead, of he, instead he's doing the dirty work for the House of Representative House Republican leaders trying to protect President Donald Trump and the, from the Russia investigation. But over in state-run media, the right-wing derposphere, why, dumb dumb Devin is a big fucking hero for writing the memo. Which, by the way, up until today, no one outside the House Intel Committee chairs had even fucking read. Not even Judge Jeannie Pirro or Fox News' own little Hitler-talking bobblehead, Sean Hannity. This is not a game. We are talking about people's lives. We're talking about potential crimes. We're talking about people being charged, going to jail. But more importantly, and the scary part of this, and and I'll throw this to Sarah for more information, is that we have now weaponized the powerful tools of intelligence. FISA is important because we that means that's our government spying on citizens. And if Hillary's bought and paid for dossier, was the foundation to do this. Wow. It was a very shoddy foundation. To influence a presidential election. Now keep in mind that ostensibly, none of these infantile prattling piles of poo has read the fucking memo because if they had, they're in violation of federal law. So either they're criminals or much, 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 much more likely, they're just talking out their ass. Fox News, along with the other palavering purveyors of plablum, fuck you, Spiro Agnew, see, I can do it too, have the faintest fucking clue what is actually in the memo. All they fucking know is what fucking Devin Nunez said he said. But those who have read the memo, or at least have a good idea what's in it, very much do not want the memo released. The Democrats on the committee, of course, don't want anything to do with it. But you know who else doesn't want anything to do with it? Trump's own fucking Justice Department, including Trump's new FBI director, Christopher Ray. In Bloomberg, quote, FBI Director Christopher Wray told the White House he opposes the release of the classified Republican memo alleging bias at the FBI and Justice Department because it contains inaccurate information and paints a false narrative. And when the FBI director asked to see the memo to vet the information in it, knucklefuck Nunez refused him. I mean, the FBI went so far as to issue a press release opposing the memo's release because that is full of lies and deceit. And of course, the opposition of his guys and the people on his team has made the tangerine twitler very angry as the reported contents would paint someone Bob Mueller, or something, the Russia investigation in, I don't know, a a very bad light? Look, there's nothing about this that's impressive. And you know what? Outside of Congress and dipshit and the dipshit derps at Fox, no one thinks that there will be this of that earth shaking. What it will do is reveal classified information and techniques valuable to the kind of folks who very much want to avoid those things being revealed. You know, the sort of people who are busy investigating the work of former KGB officers ruling a country that wishes to do the worst to this country. But if the level of absurdity in this moment in our government is that we actually do know the subject of the memo. I mean, at least we were pretty sure we knew. What you ask is the big secret that will bring down the Mueller investigation and prove once and for all that Donald J. Trump is a man of honor, integrity, and DC decency who would never collude with Russians the same way he wouldn't doink a porn star while his wife is pregnant and then pay her hush money to keep her quiet about it? If Jesus Christ gets down off the cross and told me Trump is with Russia... I would tell him, hold on a second, I need to check with the president if it's true. Well, you see, 
maybe the FBI was surveilling Trump's flunky Carter page for years before going all the way back to 2013 because they thought maybe he was a Russian agent. I know. You would think that that's bad, right? I mean, our intelligence agencies are known for years that a close associate of the guy running for president might be a Russian agent. This is just the sort of thing one might prefer to keep on the down low. Yet, here in the upside down, this is the reason to say the Obama administration was orchestrating a political hit job on the level of Watergate. I could not believe it. These people are idiots. That's what I've been trying to say all along because this isn't really about Carter Page. You see, it's about Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Trump, as appointed Deputy General, approved the renewal of a foreign intelligence surveillance warrant against Carter Page, a warrant that must be predicated on probable cause that Page was engaging in illegal activities reviewed by lawyers and approved by a district court judge, all of which it was. But the request was authorized by Rosenstein, who coincidentally is also the guy who hired Mueller and the guy who has to get gone before Mueller can be fired so a new guy can be brought in and throttle the entire special counsel's investigation. I think I see a pattern forming here. All right, enough playing around with this. Let's just go to the actual content of the memo. I'm going to play for you now Congressman Devin Nunez at a press conference earlier today reading the memo. Gavin, cue it up. Hi, my name is Gavin, and I'm 11 years old. I work in a big building on the hill in Washington, D.C. It's fun. I like some of the people I work with, but not, not Adam. Adam's very mean to me. He calls me names like, I don't know, traitor or pathetic lackey. And sometimes I cry when he does this. But my boss is a very nice man. He's an orange like a creamsicle. And he says that I'm very smart and loyal. And sometimes he gives me a quarter and I save them all up on my juicy fruit, which is a very good gum. I like juicy fruit. My boss, the orange man, has many, many enemies. And sometimes they make him sad because they listen to him when he talks to this very, very special friend he calls Vlad- Vladimir, who is a nice man and wants to be BFF with all of America. But the bad people who work in the FBI do not want my boss and his bestest friend to talk with each other. So they do bad things to make my boss not friends anymore with Vladimir. That makes my boss sad, and sometimes it makes me cry. I think the bad men are bad, and they should go to jail, because that's what boss says happens to bad men. But not to be Devin, because I'm his best boy, and he knows they didn't even give me a quarter to say this. I think America should know about the dead men, the bad men, and how mean Adam is to me, because Adam is a doo-doo. I'm supposed to say, make America great again, and uh, love Devin. Yeah. It's a scam, a total farce, a complete setup to cover the firing of Rod Rosenstein by Trump. The House Intelligence Committee, or rather the GOP members of the same, voted to release the memo on Monday because they're running cover for Trump in an orchestrated campaign by the Republicans and authorized by the Speaker of the House, Paul, we should legally be able to hunt and kill poor people, Ryan, to to stall, interfere, and eventually shut down the investigation of the president because, and I want to be totally fucking clear on this, He's a fucking criminal. And they know it. If the memo were in any way accurate, a rep- an accurate representation of the findings of the committee, then one might think the minority on the committee would be allowed to release the rebuttal of the memo. No, I'm afraid we're not going to be doing that. They're steadfastly refusing to let the Democrats release the reply to the conclusions because <laughs> that Devi Dinky Devon reached in his research. Why? Because the Democrats read the exact same raw information Nunez cherry-picked and know how full of shit the memo actually is. And the last thing you want when you're engaging in a propaganda effort to cover the crimes of the president of the United States is people who know the lies your lying mouth lied about. 
And on top of this, Trump himself was caught on a hot mic leaving the State of the Union, stating that he was going to 100% release the memo. Color me shocked. There are webs and connections that would make a conspiracy theorist grow quite turgid if they concentrated on things occurring in reality instead of some shit they read on an X-Files fanfic site. Tell me I'm crazy. Mulder, you're crazy. But this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is just a plain old-fashioned conspiracy, the same kind that drug dealers, mafia dons, and corporate executives engage in all the fucking time. This isn't even the first time Congress has done it. It's just done before on a smaller scale. During Watergate, congressional Republicans did everything they could to minimize, downplay, and obfuscate the investigations into Nixon. They even say Representative Walter Flowers of Alabama, who was a Democrat, by the way. I mean, he was a Southern Democrat, but still who dismissed the, the, plot, the whole Watergate affair as a northern liberal plot, perhaps even a commie plot, they never stooped to fabricate an evidence to help the president. Congressional Democrats loudly decried the Lewinsky investigation as a partisan witch hunt, which, uh, you know, it totally was. But as an avid follower of the impeachment of Bill Clinton, I don't recall House Democrats bending evidence to imply that Ken Starr was part of a conspiracy to attain the bill's presidential essence and planted it on Monica's dress. Ranking Democratic member of the committee, Adam Schiff, a guy who's fucking just got the patience of a saint because any normal human being would have strangled Nunez and Gowdy 20 minutes into the first hearing. He had to issue a letter of his own stating that Dim Devon was little more than the pawn of the White House again and that Devon had made material changes to the memo after the committee had voted on it, but before it was sent to the White House. Knucklehead Nunez claims that, the only, that there were only minor edits to the memo. You know, like they had to type it out because he'd written it in crayon and it had juice box stains all over the paper. And let's all be clear about this. The memo is not a smoking gun revealing systemic corruption in the Justice Department and the FBI. What it is is a Fox News segment's producer's notes annotated with classified information cherry-picked in order to support the entire fictional idea that the FBI, the same FBI that tanked Hillary Clinton in the last days of the election, is in somehow, some way, in the bag for Clinton and the Democrats. Very strange way of showing and if you think for one second the White House did not have their short, vulgar, cheeseburger-greased fingers in the crafting of Dumb Dumb Devon's little letter, then I have a series of bridges between the borough of Manhattan and the borough of Brooklyn to sell you. I mean, Nunez was caught with the Trump administration's hand up his ass, spouting their lies already, and he just happened to come up with a plan in his tiny brain? Seems unlikely. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. The memo is a contrivance of right-wing media. Period. Full stop. Sean Hannity dropped trow and squatted over Devin Nunez's mouth and shout out a steam pile, a steaming pile of idiocy in Dev Dev like a mama bird on the nest. Devin then scuttled like a roach back into his office, got his box of crayons and big line paper up, and set up all night, his tongue sticking out the side of his mouth, letting Hannity's excrement ooze back onto the page. That's disgusting! The Foxosphere has taken a tiny series of unrelated and unimportant items and assembled them into a fifth-rate Frankenstein's monster of a conspiracy theory, in which case, in which the notoriously conservative Federal Bureau of Investigation is somehow rife with liberal pinko commie fags because an agent wrote a text to a lawyer in the Justice Department with whom he was unwisely having an extramarital affair that said mean things about Trump. The entire conservative case defending the president from Russia investigation are mean things in a text message. 
mean things in a text message are a fucking ninth grade way of fucking conspiring against someone. But considering the average maturity and intelligence of a Fox News pundit is no better than third grade on a good day, I suppose this is relatively sophisticated. They even managed to force the deputy director of the FBI out because his wife ran for office as a Democrat and took some campaign money from a Democratic donor. This doesn't even have anything to do with the memo. It's just some other shit that's going on. And none of this, none of this changes the fact that the mean text that were written by the FBI guy, is, <laughs> which apparently let Clinton off the hook for emails, I don't know what would satisfy the Trump administration about these fucking emails. Apparently, someone from the FBI should have taken Hillary out behind the Hoover building and put two in the back of her skull. But you know what? The same guy who wrote the mean text was also the guy that wrote the fucking letter that Comey read that shit-canned Hillary's fucking chances of winning the election. Literally, this guy begged to fucking reopen the investigation after Anthony Weiner's dick pics found some fucking emails on Huma's laptop, and this was the entire thing that fucking tanked the election for Clinton. This is how the FBI is pro-Hillary? Don't. Just don't help me. I'm sorry, folks. If this is a deep state conspiracy like the fox turds keep shrieking, then the deep state is less Jason Bourne and more Maxwell Smart. Oh, yes, I remember now. Missed it by that much. It's a thing for a known propaganda network like state-run media organ Fox News to gin up a story based on this kind of bullshit. It's expected that online shithouses like Breitbart and Infowars to deliberately fucking lie about this kind of thing. And it's even normal and to be expected that a lot of people with Twitter handles starting with deplorable get all agitated about it. But you know the funny thing about those deplorable people? They all have fucking Russian IP addresses. He's a goddamn robot! Hell, you could even excuse the fervent 35% who believe Trump is their great orange messiah come to lead their coal-dusted masses to the blue-collar promised land, whose media diet consists solely of the aforementioned propaganda network, to share this deliberate misinformation. But for a person who took an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States, to willfully and deliberately and maliciously undermine the rule of law the fabric with the fabrication of evidence and risk reputations of facts for a purely political purpose, purpose in order to obstruct the lawful investigation by a duly appointed law enforcement officer into the actions of the president of the United States. You know, that sounds to me, and I am not a lawyer. I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. An awful lot like a crime. But you know, we don't worry about things like that anymore. The whole, you know, rule of law thing is now much more like a guideline. And this is where we are in America. This is what Trump has wrought. In the unlikely event the scenario plays out the way dipshit Dev and his god emperor dream, and America reads the memo and thinks, yes, here is a clearly written and concise and utterly believable narrative detailing endemic corruption in the nation's premier law enforcement agency, then Trump gets to cream his slacks and fire all the people who are not on his team, which is anyone not willing to go down on him like a porn star in a Tahoe hotel room. Then that is it for American democracy. That sounds rather ominous. Oh, it is ominous. It's because it's granting the president the power to investigate and arrest his political opponents. And there's a word for the executives of nations who possess that kind of authority. You said you weren't a dictator. Oh, oh, it's hyperbole. You're being hyper hyperbolic. Yeah, you know what? Let me give you the words straight from the horse's ass in the State of the Union address that I swore I wasn't going to cover. 
So tonight I call on Congress to empower every cabinet secretary with the authority to reward good workers and to remove federal employees who undermine the public trust or fail the American people. You don't think that's about Rosenstein and Mueller? He fucking asked McCabe who he voted for. How about all the talk about whose team people are on? His entire conversation with Comey. This is about gaining complete control of the government apparatus and using it to oust the people who are perceived as disloyal to Trump. And the fucking Nimrods like Nunez are helping him do it. Paul fucking Ryan is happily undermining the Constitution he took an oath to protect. Congress passed a set of sanctions on Russia in August of last year, clearing the Senate 98-2 to and the House by a similarly stunning margin. Sanctions, which were supposed to go into effect last year, and did not. Now, the White House says they simply won't enact the law. They are literally saying... Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. Because, I don't know, well, I wonder why. The executive branch is in violation of their constitutional duties to implement the laws passed by the legislative, and the legislative branch is all... Oh, well, what can you do? You can fucking impeach him. It is literally your job to impeach him. Ugh. But yet somehow you are simultaneously ceding more and more power to the president and actively covering up for his crimes. And you are not even trying to hide it. This is America. And this is what Trump has wrought. And you know what is even worse? Americans, we're just becoming used to it. Slowly, steadily, we're letting more and more shit slide, and the shit we are letting slip by is getting bigger and stinkier all the time. I think he's going to get away with firing Rosenstein and then firing Mueller. I really think it's going to happen. I think this fuck is going to find a way to just make it happen, and a few angry people like me will be shouting about it, while the rest of the country is just so tired of his bullshit, they'll just let it go. We are replacing the blessed flag to which Republicans masturbate each night before their evening prayers with a fucking shruggy emoticon. And one of the things that's going to help him get away with it is a letter written by a moron filled with lies and misdirections predicated entirely on a Fox News fiction. And I tell you this. If there ever is a popular uprising in this country by the people so fucking fed up with the bullshit they just can't take it anymore, I urge you, my fellow Americans, don't take it out on dumbass Devin. He's stupid. He doesn't even fucking know what he's doing. But Sean Hannity, that motherfucker, you can hang. I'll bring the rope and popcorn. That is it for the show this week. Wait a minute, did I I just advocate violence. I don't think I've ever done that before. So let me be clear. I'm in no way suggesting, implying, encouraging, or stating that anyone should hang Sean Hannity. All I was saying is metaphorically, if there were a revolution, I would theoretically not be averse to hanging Sean Hannity first. I hope I cleared that up. You know what else needs clearing up? That if you rate and review this show on iTunes, other people can find the show and listen to it. And I imagine that they too will be against mob violence for Sean Hannity. But then again, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for them. Speaking of a mob mentality, you can follow my vigilante logic on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or the show name on Facebook. All the shows are at the show name on SoundCloud at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. Speaking of the law, for me, Sheriff Dave Bledsoe, Deputy Producer Gavin, and all the fictional members of our posse on the show, we want to say, give us a ticket for an airplane. 
We haven't got the time for a fast train. Lonely days are coming. My I'm gonna run him because my Devin, he just wrote me a really, really stupid letter. We'll see you all next week. Baby, just roll me.